episode 19, What Does a Golem Want? We're back with Nikto2123, another House Rules collaborative gaming session. And um, I'm going to make the intro really short tonight um, because we have got a great episode as things play out in Palo Alto when we learn a little bit more about the creature our um, hunters have been trying to figure out what it is. We now know Golem, but now we get into motivation. So enjoy the episode. Um, What does a Golem want? Monster of the week. We're back. Nikto 2123. We ended last time um, with a golem on a roof of a synagogue and a robot girl chasing the golem down and um, people hiding in the courtyard and um, matriarch our troll i think like walking and trying to get a a bead on the the golem but um before we dive in and to the action we should do player introductions um i'm carl i am the keeper and we will start with hannah okay good catch me before i get another bite of candy <laughs> Not allowed to eat. Hi, i'm hannah and i play prima 122 the cyborg uh, monstrous, there we go, uh, who's very weird and stretchy and metal. Um, and I will, uh, do we need any other, other stuff about our character or are we, is that good? Character's yeah, I, favorite color. Yeah. <laughs> John, I was literally just thinking that and going to say it. I can't like Well then we have to do it. We have yeah. to do it. I I was like, yeah. Favorite Prima's favorite color. Oh, and Prima could probably see like colors humans can't or something, right? Probably. She's probably got all kinds of different eye settings. Infrared and ultraviolet and her hers yes her favorite color is in the ultraviolet zone there's not even a <laughs> word for it yeah only the mantis shrimp can see this color it's hyper purple it's prima's favorite favorite color right there's a frequency she could give you the frequency number but it would <laughs> but it would just look purple to you so or we can't see it at all it's like it's just it's just blank paper what are you looking at <laughs> all right uh i'll pass it to john because you're next on the zoom screen for me all right i am john and i play addison stone constructed out of the flake handbook um what would addison's favorite color be i'm thinking it's gonna be like gray or something like that or just really drab <laughs> muted colors you know like nothing nothing bright nothing uh, uh vibrant and, and not dark either since he found it nictophobics anonymous so black yeah. certainly couldn't be <laughs> yeah th- basically colors that don't show stains very well is probably <laughs> uh, where he's at and i will pass to to lillian 
Okay, hi, I'm Lillian. I play Bina. Um, she's paromantic uh, with Penny the ghost. Um, and uh, favorite color? Um, probably, I think her favorite color is black. Um, and maybe like black and chrome like her motorcycle mm, yeah, yeah yeah obviously um i will go ahead and pass to owen hey i'm owen i play matt matriarch the troll shadow runner quote unquote uh expert in the expert playbook um matt's favorite color i mean like that kind of like electric blue would be would make sense, but I I kind of want to have it be something like sunflower yellow, just like completely unexpected and like <laughs> that's not part of her professional life. She keeps her pre preference for colors out of her hacker aesthetic and her professional life as a shadow runner. Like there's like a little like like secret compartment on the fixer's hope that has just like yellow objects that she's collected over her time and that's like that's personal time and everything else is professional time and they do not meet the the kitchen is like cornflower yellow the, you know like just that area of the of the fixer's hope like the, the yeah. countertops or the backsplash nice <laughs> well good well so i've learned something new about each of the um Hey, that's an XP at the end of the game. Yeah. Right? I was gonna say <laughs> these these things like favorite color, like uh, well, I guess that's one way to to meta game your way to. Success. Ah. Well, here's what I, oh, I need. Here's... I need dice for this game, don't I? No, no, I overrated. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say I was thinking about like posting once a week like a character prompt for us in the Discord. So Ooh, you know. that would be fun. Yeah. And then I could post that on the Instagram. <gasps> everyone's responses. Crazy. And now you gotta post oh, everyone's and, favorite and, color. And what what is our Instagram? Oh, it's um it Yeah, it's it's house underscore rules dot rpg h a house h a u s we used to yes. be really good when we would do the intro and the outro with uh prompting the the um insta feed but uh we've been really bad about that since i've yep. well, and i've been slacking on on posting so okay well but hey within the discord yeah so more more character background all right that's uh that's a good way to start. Um, uh, one other thing I wanted to do with sort of world building or just background um, before we dive into what's happening with the golem is when we were at the airport, I realized I should have um, just added like types of vehicles. Um, so, I mean, there certainly are the corporate jets and that, but there are also at that um, airfield like um, dirigibles, blimps, like uh, probably 
when you talk about airships in 21, 23, 21, 24, like you probably still have the extraordinarily wealthy who are using, you know, fossil fuel jets or jets powered by some other, you know, jets or prop planes. So you probably have 70% of the aircraft are, um, you know, airplanes or jets, maybe 60, but then probably you have like 20% that are helicopters and then 20%, at least at that Palo Alto airfield that are, you know, dirigibles or hot air balloons or something that floats. And, and I realized I just, as we were describing it, I just sort of used the <clears throat> 2023, 2024 map and didn't make any comments about blimps or anything, which I don't think really hurts for this adventure, but depending on how things go in the future, it might, I would just want to make sure that the flavor of the world is right, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Since someone threatened to have an adventure that has um, hot air balloons and dirigibles in it, I figure I better flavor things properly since I omitted that. So a little bit of retcon world building. And since this is Monster of the Week, I'm not going to do a recap. Um, I did a little bit of an action scene there, but what the heck did we do last time? <sighs> Prima got uneaten by the golem. Yeah. And tried to make friends with it, but, you know, it did its own thing, sort of. Yeah. Prima, in, in her great way, got got its first name, and they're clearly really, really good buddies. And I, I don't think you ask it anything about its personal life. It didn't let me. Gotta ask him Your its personal favorite life. color. <laughs> yes. Do you know the golem's favorite color? Well, currently it would be the same as Prima's, I guess. I guess so. I don't know. Maybe not. What was Prima's favorite color again? I've forgotten already. Well, you can't see it, so it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Can the golem see it, though? I don't know. How well did it copy her eyes? Well, and did it copy all the settings for her eyes? Because she doesn't always use the setting that allows her to see that color. Yeah. Uh, uh, only, so only usually she just says purple. Only in her sentiment, sentimental moments. Okay, so we had one um, one robot girl disgorged by a... Um, by a, a clay golem and then we, what else happened well i what i remember is we were like trying to look for clues or following trails or something and we wound up going along the river because we found some footprints mm -hmm. and yeah. we pretty much had a had a um impression from what we were seeing of the footprints that prima was in trouble but I can't quite remember. I remember something about trying to get uh, uh, a Zuber yeah. lift to take us somewhere. We split up and we were trying, but I can't remember how we discovered that or how we made that connection. Oh, once Prima was out of the golem, she was able to send a ping oh, that's to right. Matt. 
And then there was a whole thing where like Matt was getting two signals and they were kind of interspersed with each other. Right. But like we, after a point, we were able to know Primo's location. So we were like following that. Okay, right. And then Matt right. and Addison or Marvin like spent a quarter of the episode just like waiting on a street corner for a Zuber. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, because um, Bina and Marvin took off on the motorcycle and were speeding across Palo Alto. And then you sent the, the text or you actually called Bina and were like, hey, don't go all the way up into the right. mountains up there. Like, don't head towards Santa Cruz. Stop there, you know, two blocks away from you at a synagogue or someplace. And Bina pulled in That's over. Right. That's right. Yeah, and then we showed up, I mean, and then um, Marvin and I showed up at um, the synagogue and Marvin used his various private security connections to um, get us on campus. And then the golem showed up and attacked the rabbi and us and then ran off and Prima and Matt are chasing it yeah something like that um and i think bina was chatting with the bina and addison or mar bina and yeah. marvin were were back chatting with the rabbi a little bit um yeah well i uh, addison had pulled her out of the line of fire or something she got hit or she got glooped by the thing the golem had like sent off a little bit of clay that enveloped her head or something. Yeah, and she the the rabbi was saved by Addison's quick thinking. I think she only took one one bit of harm where Marvin took four. Yeah, he took a harm. serious so was, Yeah. He was still not feeling great. Can we discuss the terrain a little bit? Like, I'm really unclear what I'm seeing on the map. Are, are we? Yeah, let's 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 talk about it, and I can tell you locations of of people. So, I mean, we're looking with the uh, with the satellite view, and you can see my cursor. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, locations of everybody on the map at the moment, and maybe we'll even zero in a little bit or maybe we won't all right come on no don't want to do that <laughs> i want to zoom in zoom in there we go um yeah and i and i will try to i mean i'll modernize it as well but um sure. so up here so these are solar panels on the roof of the the synagogue or the main building um and somewhere up here, like under this main set of solar panels is where the golem disappeared. And um, Prima is running around on the roof, like circling them, trying to find where, where the golem has gone. Matriarch and, is it just Matriarch or is it Matriarch and oh, I think it's maybe Matriarch and Joe, the security guard, 
are out here along this path to the west, um, like looking up where Prima is. Um, and this it had been from this roof where the, the golem had shot like the things that turned out to be clay bullets that had hit Addison and um, or Marvin and the um, the rabbi. And then that you all had been out here, which is like the courtyard, the entrance courtyard for the synagogue. And after everyone was shot, you all had run in to the building itself through this entrance and are in like a main, like an entryway, a foyer that's under this section, sort of the north end of the building. And that's where Rabbi Rose Shapiro, Bina, and Addison are at the moment. And then John, if you have questions about the layout, I'll just say a few things. Um, this is basically like, it is a walled compound. And I would mm -hmm. say the wall runs, I guess there's a lower wall out here along the sidewalk or the street, but there's sort of a 10 foot wall that runs like almost where the sidewalk is here. Mm -hmm. And that runs around the campus. And then if you have any other questions, I'm happy to try well, to- Well, the main question I couldn't figure out last time looking at it, like between the, the building where the action has been happening so far and the building to the south of it, there's some blue painted something. And I think there's, I think it's like it took, my my interpretation of it is like there's a, a a covered walkway there and for some reason there's painting on the roof of the walkway but i could be totally wrong like I, i'm not really clear what that is yeah so it is it is a covered walkway and in fact this um it's sort of um so it is a covered walkway and it's covered, but it's sort of like one of those um, solar absorbing. So you're actually seeing through to the ground. So it's sort of like a shade thing okay. that's there and see then it turns to the right here. Yeah, yeah. This is like a courtyard inside. So there's a tree growing, but you can also see like chairs and stuff in there. Right, right. So like a mesh. Yeah, like a mesh. So, you know, like sometimes when you cover uh, um, like a garden area, but you want to keep out the direct sun. Sure. That's, okay. That makes it just like the lines that are in it. And like, I just couldn't quite sort out what am I, because it also like to that, the parking lot off the north corner of the building, it looks like there's some kind of water slide or something. I can't figure out what that thing is either. It looks like a multi-level pool, but that doesn't really make sense. Maybe it's so, a playground. Right. Well, and play so, structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I will tell you just for the purposes of our game, I mean, you're, you haven't seen that or whatever. And I'm also, I'm fairly certain this is not the case currently, but this is a hundred years in the future. That thing that looks like a pool off to the northeast of the building, that is going to be a pool in okay. 21, 24, like there's a pool above what is a, a parking garage, but you know, so we will, if there are things that are 
ambiguous or that I need to, you know, futurize on the map, I will do that as you come to them. But those two right. sort of little bits of ambiguity, yeah, we will pretend that the thing that looks like a pool on the northeast of the synagogue is a is a pool, and then the walkway stuff is is what I've described with it being covered right. that way. And then okay, yeah, it's just all the various blue things around the building. We're like, I don't know what that is. Why? What is that? I don't know what that's supposed to be. But yeah, that that all makes sense. I, I, I heard it as something transparent. So I was just trying if it looked corrugated or something. I was just like, well, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Well, your 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 map your your satellite image reading skills are very good. <laughs> um. So what would what would folks like to do? I mean, we were sort of in the middle of action when we we stopped last time. Do we want to go to the the foyer area with Addison and Bina and the rabbi? Do we want to stay where the action is sort of flowing between Prima's search for the golem and Matriarch and Joe's running down the sidewalk trying to shoot up onto the roof? Um, yeah. So do we know where it is or have we lost track of it? The last sighting of it was up on the roof under the solar panels. You do not have a sight of it at the moment. Okay. But me yeah. moments ago, it was on the roof. So Yeah, I tried to grab it and it slipped through my fingers because it is made of clay. Yeah. But I think I was trying to run around um, at the end of last episode. Yeah, you were trying to circle the panel so that it wouldn't get away. And do you want to tell me, do you want to run down like this east side? Do you want yeah, to I had said I was running down the middle side last time. Running down, yeah. So you're I think, over. We had, we had, I don't remember exactly what had happened here at the end, but something happened. And... Well, something did happen. Hannah right now is too tired to remember. Um, so would appreciate help from from Carl to remember what happened, but. Well, right. You would, I mean, basically you had run. So um, it had, you had tried to grapple it and grab it, um, but it you grabbed clay and it ran away and was, under here and you had run down. And I would say you've run down this way. You're looking back here, like looking under the solar panels and you no longer see it. You do see out here on the sidewalk, Matriarch and Joseph, like running along this direction. And that's that's what you have at the moment. And a handful of clay. And a handful of clay. Far more samples than Marvin did, or than Marvin gave um, Cesar. Well, I don't know if we want to go with the group outside, or if we want to go to questions, conversations. I Rabbi help with um, Addison would... inside, or Marvin who's inside. I would like to try and figure out where this thing went. 
Okay. Would you like to make a move to do that? Uh, I think I would. It would be called investigate a mystery, right. if I am correct. Sounds like, yeah, a reasonable type of move to make in this situation. Boom. Boom. 2d6 plus... Um, 17. One. That's 11. An 11. All right. Well, you can hold to what happened here. What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What is being concealed here? Well, first off, I want to know where did it go? Okay. Um, and then I might hold on to my other one. Yeah. So it seems to, like, you're there in the instant, you're running around, you're like, where the hell did it go? Where did it go? It could, so you look for a little while and you find traces. It seems to have, like, blended in or made itself look like the surface of the build, the roof. And you find like traces where it like slid along the ground, no longer in prima form, but literally in like roof tile form to where it slid over to this southeast corner of the building and then sort of slid down the wall. And then it appears to have escaped heading off this direction towards the Foothill Express. Okay. So it went away from the synagogue towards the Foothill Express. I'll radio that back to, uh, to Matt. Gotcha. Down toward the hills. Yeah, well, towards, it, not not does necessarily. It look like you? But towards the. No, not anymore. It dropped that. Good to know. I can try and pursue if you want. Probably should. All right, I'll keep on it. You guys, uh, I don't know. Do whatever you do. Peace. <laughs> That's what they say, right? Okay, so you're standing out here at the moment, Prima, like you've climbed over the 10-foot wall. You're standing next to a highway. The Foothill Express is, um, you know, being, there's fewer cars than there are now, but it's still a highway. So, zip, zip, little pause, zip, you know, cars going past um, at 75 miles an hour. Um, and I don't remember what time of day it was. I think it it's was nighttime. It's like 10 p.m., 1030. Um, yeah. So and you followed its tracks to the edge of the highway and it's unclear where it's gone at that point. <laughs> That's shitty. Well, I'm going to keep looking if you want to do another scene. Okay. 
yeah, let's go. Let's go inside so that we don't get too out of out of sync sync time wise. And you do still have one hold from your investigative mystery. Um, Matriarch and Joe, who are outside, I feel like we ought to stay with the closer, you know, this action flowing before we go to the the conversations. So Owen, that is that is mm -hmm. you. Does Joe look like he's like on this thing's trail? Like, is he continuing to book it in the direction that we saw it go? Um, yeah, Joe, I guess initially like runs, he's trying to cover this outside. Like he wants to get the thing that shot the rabbi. And I guess mm -hmm. while you're in communication with Prima, Joe figures out that like you're talking to someone else who's up there. And he's like, what's like, what's going on? Where did it go? Where did the shooter go? Let's go get it. Last had eyes on this thing. It was headed towards the foothills. Interesting. Expressway. Uh, Expressway. What was the name of the road that it was headed towards? Yeah, the Foothill Expressway. Foothill, Foothill Expressway. Um, Oh, we've got security cameras that'll, that'll cover that. If it's all the way out there, you got a person on it? Mm -hmm. Um, Let's go check this. One of our best. See if it got got in a um, got in a vehicle or snuck across the road. Got it. All right. What the hell was that thing shooting? And he, he starts heading into this entrance of the building. And if you're walking with him, he's going to take you over... Um, we'll just say it'll be the southwest corner of the building to like his security office, which has, mm -hmm. is going to have all the cameras. But he is asking you questions like, what was that thing shooting? Matt like scrapes some of the stuff that hit her off into like a hand and just like hands it down to him <laughs> wordlessly. That's nasty. <laughs> God, I'm glad your friend helped the rabbi out. Um, let's look at those yeah. cameras. And so he's right. coming on and zeroing in on cameras. Let's go to Rabbi Rose Shapiro, Bina, Addison, Marvin in the, the synagogue foyer there. I don't have specific notes about this slash I left my notebook not near my playing the game station. Um, so... <laughs> Um, I sort of recall that I know Bina had been asking the rabbi a couple of questions, and I thought I recalled that um, she had like revealed that she does know someone by the other name that we have connected, and that maybe they had some golem knowledge, but I don't have like specifics about what she said. Oh, well, let me let me give that. it to you because that's okay. that's really important for this moment. So it's Rabbi Rose Shapiro that you have here. Um, I cannot remember exactly the dynamics around the question, but I remember the big reveal last time. Chaim Benjamin, the other name that you had associated with this, is Rose Shapiro's father. Mm -hmm. And she sort of fessed up like, oh dad knows things about golems 
and we didn't get much further than that, but that that reveal happened. That's what your notes would say. Um. Yeah. So that, I mean, at Bina's follow up would be is is your father available? Can we cons consult with him about this about our golem problem? Yeah, yeah. We could use a uh, we could use some expert insight here. It's definitely getting a little out of hand. Yeah. This thing is not, um, I mean, if this is a column, this is not good. Why, why would it be coming here or what's, yeah, I can, I can call my dad. Um, and she heads into the office and calls her dad. Um, I'm assuming someone is giving uh, Marvin first aid. So he goes from four to three um, bits of harm at this point in time. Sure. What do we need to do? We just, do we just say we're because doing it or do we need to yeah. roll? So first aid and first aid can only heal one harm. And then beyond that, you need to go to a hospital or have, you know, multiple days and stuff to rest. But you can just sort of, once you either during combat or after someone can can perform first aid, which can take away one harm. Um, so she calls and her father who lives not all that far away from here is willing to meet with you all even like right now, tonight, like after Rose tells him and explains she was shot and another person was shot with like this clay engulfing thing and that uh, she chats with you all and is like, I don't, I guess the one thing that I'm wondering before she calls her father, do you tell her anything about like, the golem assuming the form of Prima or what like I'm trying to figure out like what she's gonna tell her dad that's gonna make him like, oh, come over right away. Because I think that's what you all want as the outcome. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if we saw the thing turn into Prima. But, I mean, certainly the fact that she was attacked seems a pretty compelling reason to maybe have her dad show up. I don't know. Maybe the family doesn't get along. I mean, yeah, and, and, and like, just that, like, it knew, or, you know, like, the, the names that it knew were, were Rosenheim and, like, even potentially that maybe like we have some concern that if the first place it went was Rose, the next yeah. could be Chaim. I think yeah, yeah. Bina's default would be to be kind of sparse about the details of exactly what the Golem can do in part because I think like as characters, we're still kind of like feeling that out. Um and um uh 
Yeah, just to. Okay. Yeah, to, yeah but to emphasize, like, this is the information we have about its connection here and the concerns we have about it running off and what could be possible. Yeah, so um, Rose is like, um, my dad says we can we can go over to to his place like right away. Um, and he lives within walking distance of the synagogue. So we can walk over there. We can hop in, you guys can hop in my car and we can get over there in like five minutes. It's really close. It's just to the east of here. It's that red roofed building on the map. No, no, that's to the west. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, it's on the other side of the expressway. It is on the other side of the expressway. Absolutely. All the more reason to go over there. Hmm. Ah, okay. So we are heading over there. I'm gonna I, go ahead. Can I, can I just go across the expressway? Me too. Well, so we should we should do the the multiple scenes here. Oh, well, all right. So oh, and um. If we are, um, if like, if we're, if Addison and Marvin and I are leaving, I'll ride my motorcycle. Um, but if we're leaving the synagogue, I'll like send a message to, to the group and be like, headed, headed to Haim's house. Here's my, you know, location tracker. Um, right. see y'all. Find <laughs> you know. my party. Oh, I never realized Shirley Temple was buried in. Um... No, I didn't either. Palo Alto? That's something. Just, it, I mean, is it a cemetery or is it just a, that's just where she's buried right there? No, it, it looks to me like it is. I don't know. Weird. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Oh. That building doesn't look great. No, I, huh, I, I don't know. All right. Uh, in any case, the the rabbi's father's house is over in this direction. So across the road over here, and we will say it is this one right here. So you head over this way and um, into the house. Um, so I want to, the way I want to play this is I want to go first to Hannah. So what was, um, what was Prima doing? You just wanted to cross over the highway? I mean, I mean, okay. She, she wants to like, I mean, she wants to figure out where it went, <laughs> but well, also, I guess the other question that I would be curious about asking is, um, what was it going to do, or what is it going to do? Um, yeah, so let's let's play this. So you're there right on the street. Um, Joe is able to tell um, Matriarch that the cameras clearly show it like it's he, he's like this thing is weird because like when it it comes out 
and it's sort of not really formed. Like it's the way it slides over the wall is like literally in the form of the wall itself, like just a big flat eight by eight foot um, square block. And then when it hits the ground, it starts, you know, assembling into like that homunculus form and cars go by and then there's a clear spot and that homunculus form just go runs across the foothill express and then like plasters itself up against the medium cars go by on the other side there's like a blank spot it's all dark and then it runs across over into the trees and then into the memorial park here that is that is to the east of the the foothills expressway and then you lose you know like the the cameras don't cover it mm -hmm. and you're able to tell prima that that's where to go so prima you've run across here um where it's going as a question you're able to pick up its tracks here and it is heading to the north like it is going this direction all right i want to be in hot pursuit um okay so using you, my super speed yeah. to run very fast you are in hot pursuit um everybody else is driving over here to the the rabbi's father's house, which is this one over here. He's lucky. He's got a pool in the backyard. It's nice. <laughs> uh, and let's go over there and go inside. Um, so I'm assuming Marvin, Addison, Bina, um, Rose Shapiro, and um, and Chaim um, Benjamin are all in in the house over there matriarch and joe what have you done so i and i know i know where the creature is and i know that uh prima is in hot pursuit of it and in fact i mean like you see like going north through the the graveyard and stuff would put it like it does that make sense that it's heading towards the mm -hmm. house Yes, no. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, so that's my answer to your question, Hannah. Um, it seems like it's heading towards Chaim Benjamin's house. You haven't exactly found it yet, but you know, like you're able to follow its footprints and you're like, oh, I think you're heading here, but I think the people will arrive in cars before you and the golem arrive at the house. But like you're trailing it at the moment you sort of know where it's where it's heading um so it has moved out of where our cameras can follow it at this point yeah once it's gotten across the foothill expressway cameras can't follow it anymore like you were able to tell prima like it didn't hop in a car it didn't like meld itself on the side of anything it did mm -hmm you know, passing when there wasn't a lot of traffic, passing when there wasn't a lot of traffic and then took off running across the Memorial Parkway. Okay. I think once that settled, Matt probably will uh, want to stick with the, the others. So probably join the group that's headed out down there in the cars, if that's possible. 
Okay. And I think Joe is going to stay at the security at the mm. at the synagogue and security. Like he's calling in, calling in police. He's like, go, but I need to file a report. I've got me and another security guard. I think this place is secure, but we are definitely filing a report about this. Um, okay. So you all, with the exception of Prima, arrive at Chaim Benjamin's house and you come in. What, I don't know, what are you asking? What are you doing? You haven't seen our golem, have you? Um... I heard the I heard your golem attacked my daughter. Indeed it did. And Rose is there with us too, right? Yeah, she's there. Yes. Yeah, she... yeah. And then it and then it ran in this direction, uh, more or less. So we uh we thought it was maybe the smart thing to do to check up on you. Um so what what yeah that sounds good. what do you know about the golem and what what do you think brought the golem to attack my rose um uh i was just going to say lillian's note in the chat i think makes sense we should do that leave marvin out for security oh, leave, leave marvin outside the house for security yeah, okay. like he can keep an eye on things outside while we're on the inside talking. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, well, we we don't know. Uh, we don't know why he attacked Rose. Uh, we're, we're, we have more questions than we do uh, answers here, but uh, given that it did attack... Uh, Rose, and that you're very nearby, and it and it left the synagogue, basically headed more or less in this direction. Uh, we thought it smart to uh, to get over here and see uh, see that you were all right. Well, I I I appreciate that. You have questions for me about the golem. I mean, Rose, I. I well, I mean, can you think of any reason it would attack Rose? Well, says the says the character with the suspicious mind trait that's if anybody lies to them, they know it. Hmm. <laughs> um. <sighs> Well, golems have a history, I mean, mythically in, in the books and he points to like shelves and shelves of books that he has. Right. Of, of turning on their creators after a certain amount of time. Do you, do you know do you know anyone who might have been interested in creating a 
Gollum or have had, you know, access to this, also like this knowledge to even create one. Um, I, we're just sort of hoping for for leads that might give us more information here. And, and are there, you know, surreptitiously looking at his bookshelves, are there any like pottery books or um, books on sculpture or anything of the sort that might tip us off to anything? Oh, uh, there are books on material science there are books on different types of soil there are books on there's a whole shelf of different type uh books about sculpting um there's also tons of esoteric um books about um kabbalah you know in well i don't i suppose maybe bina would you know, Hebrew and Yiddish and lots of, you know, different types of titles and lots on mystical traditions of um, Kabbalah. So, yeah, and I don't know if you got this from, so uh, it, for your suspicious mind, he's not lying to you. Right. But like, <sighs> He's certainly not revealing everything like instantly. Like there's a lot underneath here, both from the bookshelf and his reluctance to say more. Hmm. Does he, you know, in his general manner, I mean, we just kind of like, open to the scene with asking questions and stuff, but does he seem like genuinely concerned about Rose or? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He, he seems nervous and fearful. Like, I mean, immediately she came in, he hugged her and you've noticed like, except for the front door, all the shutters are closed and all the shutters, the locks are like turned down on them. And um, there are there are a, there are candles burning, a couple of different candles that are burning. Um, some of the books on the shelf appear to have been like pulled down hastily and have just been opened. So, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm other questions for him. Should we go back to Prima's pursuit of the golem through the through the graveyard, through the memorial park? Um sure. I'd like to ask him um about how we would stop it. Tina might know like a little bit, but 
Dina probably doesn't have this many books about it. No, I don't think she's into that deep into Kabbalah and mysticism. Her, the, her Kindle's not loaded up to the gills with this stuff. <laughs> the problem with stopping a golem is not killing it once, but keeping it they don't have so so the golems don't have souls they're inanimate objects that have been turned to life so you can kill it by doing enough damage to it but if there's enough of it, it will assemble back. Like it, what happens to a soulless creature when it dies? Where does its soul go? Does it go someplace for a little while and then it just returns? It keeps reanimating. I mean, if someone was to create a golem for a very good reason and it served its purpose, how do you turn the golem off? I mean, we have robots that we can turn off, but if you were pressed, like say during the time when magic was leaking in and communities were threatened and you needed to protect a community and you created one of these things, how would you shut it down? And then what if it kept coming back? So I can tell you the problem. I mean, if you want the answer to your question, you shoot it, you freeze it. Um, and then maybe you divide up the bits of clay in all sorts of places. The problem is that, I mean, you wouldn't want some of these corporations that exist now to get their their hands on a thing like that. One well what um what were you saying, matriarch? Or what was uh, matriarch saying? just certainly wouldn't want the corporations to get a hold of that yeah yeah agreed um prima the golem has stopped at a tombstone in the memorial park okay and it stops for a little while it like rubs its hand over that and then it continues on its way to Hyam Benjamin's, like towards Hyam Benjamin's house. Um, the gravestone is a Sarah Benjamin and she would have passed away. I'm assuming you read the gravestone. Maybe I'm telling you too much information. No, I'd take a pe I'd take a picture of it. Ah. I'll snap a quick photo 
and upload it to my cloud. Actually, I probably don't upload it to my cloud, that's a lie. Yeah. I'd probably so, send it to Matt. So she would have passed away when she was 63, which would have been 13 years ago. <sighs> Interesting. Um, <laughs> any other questions inside the house? Because there's going to be bits of action here. Oh, and, and, and I will tell them that the golem is headed their way. Should we prepare for that in any way? Probably. Uh, yeah, it'll yeah. be fine. So, <laughs> so Hayam has said, like, what did he say? Shoot it, freeze it, etc. Like, you got any good ways to freeze it? It's on its way. Yeah, I'll just get out my my freeze gun, you know, yeah. that I that I keep in my back pocket for just specifically this situation. <laughs> just for just such an occasion. Opina says. Well, maybe I should try. Maybe I should try to talk to it. Chaim says. Potentially. I try to that... run that risk. But yeah, I don't. I don't even know how we prepare for it. Are we a welcoming party? Are we hiding under the couch? Like, what are even our options here? It seems much too powerful. Hmm. You guys could try and talk to it about uh, what was it? Was it Sarah? Who was on the gravestone? Sarah. Yeah. Can I take a move real quick? Mm -hmm. Um. So I have my monster empathy. Uh. No. Is that the one that I? Yes. Um. I would like to use my monster empathy move, which um, when you try to work out uh, what a supernatural creature desires, roll plus charm, and then there's questions that I'm allowed to ask. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be that would be really good here. Cool. Um, I thought I had taken. Maybe I did. Yeah, and, and when you roll that, okay. give me the questions from that particular playbook. I'm happy to answer them. I also sort of feel like what I'd like to do is get you as players here, not necessarily through role play, to tell me what the group of hunters understands about the golem and what's happening with the golem and Hyam and Rose, right? Like, I, I'm not... I'm not sure what you all get and know 
right now about this as a group of hunters, and I think you probably need to compare notes. I think that's helpful with the questions that Bina is gonna get to ask here, but I maybe you can ask those questions, but then I think just sort of metagaming a little bit just to figure out what you all know would be would be important here. Okay. I got a nine, which means I only get to ask one question. Um, the three questions I can choose from are, what does it most desire? What would it accept as good enough for now? And what would distract it? Um, I'm inclined to ask one of the first two, but I'm not quite sure between what it desires versus what it would accept as good enough. They may have overlapping answers ultimately also, but I thought I would ask the group what we think would be most useful right now. The desires might give us more insight into its motives, which could be useful. Yeah, I, I feel like Desires is like a little bit more of the long game, um, which mm -hmm. I think is probably useful for us in the moment. Um, so yeah, so then I'll ask that. What does it most desire? Do you want that? So I think that's a good question. Before I answer that, can we get the, and maybe even, and if you want to pull back and answer the other one after, can we do the, the meta? Like, what do you all understand? Because I think that might, shape which of those questions you're going for. I think what is it most desire is probably the best question for you all, but um, what do you, um, I don't know, what do you know about the golem? How do you think the golem like came into existence? Um, those are things that I'm I'm wondering about at this point in terms of what your knowledge is. Mm. Well, with the discovery of it stopping at Sarah's grave, I'm sort of wondering if she had something or more to do with it. It almost seems like from what um, Chaim said that um in some ways maybe we're looking at um like that uh, at the golem being created before sort of this moment in time and maybe like something that was it rqi who had the other stuff was that um Sorry, I've sort of lost track of all our corporate corporate overlords here. Um, but that like the corporation had sort of like recently made this discovery, but then we're like looking for this like other half that seems to be like in existence in the golem. Uh, but like maybe all of it existed before and then RQI got part of it somehow if yeah. the golem had been like broken up. I don't know. That's sort of maybe bigger also than we're thinking right now. Yeah. And then and just put auger specs, although RQI may come into play as well, but remember auger specs was the company that was trying to create 
animate inanimate objects and they were the ones that had the technology stolen from them on the airplane. So that's auger specs. RQI certainly would not mind getting their hands on this type of technology as the big baddies. I think RQI is probably more of a big baddie than auger specs is. I mean, auger specs, um, Hannah, you can help me here. Auger specs, I mean, is not generous and good, but is perhaps not as darkly evil opposed to the hunters as as RQI is, at least as I'm, although maybe they're both just bad corporations and that's it. <laughs> I don't think Auger Specs has any particular beef with anybody except for maybe Matt. <laughs> <laughs> but Matt has beef with every company, I feel like, so. I, and the city of San Francisco for the great um, sewage disaster. Yeah. Yep. And the bowling league. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt leaves a lot of yeah. negative Yelp reviews. <laughs> thousands and thousands. Go to Nyctophobics Anonymous. It's lovely, but avoid the server, Matt. <laughs> He'll spit in your food. <laughs> um, I mean, we did determine that the creature is a transformed human? Like, there was a point we were trying to determine, like, is it supernatural? Is it a transformed human? Is it just a costume? And the answer in all of the cases was yes. And we Didn't determined we... that the costume was like a fur coat and a like Halloween set of like ram's horns or something like that, that it discarded. Didn't we then learn that like the transformed human thing wasn't entirely accurate? Like there may have been like, there yeah. a ghost was mentioned. Yeah, I don't There's know. There's maybe I a mean, human it's, element, it's but it may, might not it. be like a body. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's still part of it though, so. Right. Well, so yeah. And um, Owen is absolutely right with those three. I went back, like initially you asked the question and I said yes to all of them. And then like the next session, I think it was net last session. I said, well, actually I need to clarify the transformed human is the transformed is accurate. The, my answer to all those three questions, supernatural, transformed human, in disguise i said yes to all of them but it was a little bit of hyperbole it was a little bit like everything it is a, it is a supernatural creature it's transformed but i said not necessarily a transformed human it had just transformed itself and boy you've already seen this session it transform itself into a bunch of different forms and then it certainly was in disguise and it's in disguise for going into the airport. It had horns to make it look like a troll and a, you know, a, sh a shaggy fur coat. That was its disguise. So that's why those questions were all answered. Yes, but just that, I, I will tell it, it's not a transformed human. It was a transformed creature. It's a, so it is a supernatural, transformed, transforming, shape-shifting creature um, that was in disguise when it originally broke into the airport. 
Okay. Do you um do you have a sense of like who created it or when it was created? Uh, no, there's, so. there are, there are like notes I have with blank spaces to fill all that in. Like mm. when was it created? Who by to protect what and what can hurt it are things I have written down with like a big blank line ready to, you yeah. know, when we get the right clue or the right thing that we can figure that out that I could fill those in, but I yeah, my suspicions are on Sarah and or Chaim in some configuration. And if, I mean, I, I don't know, just based on what Chaim said, like, also, like, possibly when magic started being a thing. <laughs> um, right. Or when there was inklings that things were starting to change and you might want protection for your community. Um, I mean, those are like my top contenders right now. It doesn't mean there couldn't be another set of folks out there with this knowledge, but they're kind of high on my suspicion list. Okay. Yeah. So the Benjamins certainly. Um, so to answer your question about what it desires at the moment well i guess a couple of things one it desires to return to its creator and two it desires to feel to have human connections to have a soul i mean it's sort of a almost a, a Pinocchio type of desire, like a golem wants to be a real boy. And I'm saying here, like for Bina from her reading, like it it wants to be, yeah, I, I mean, those things. And when it, if it doesn't get that, its rage will build. So in some ways, you know, like it was, protecting it was built to serve it's done that but then over time it's like i want to be a real boy i want to feel i want to you know do these things and then where does it go to try to get that at least at the moment it appears like it's going back to the people who created it sarah or Hyam are though it clearly visited Sarah's grave and is now on the way to to um to Hyam. All right. So if life is not complicated enough, Marvin mm -hmm. calls in and says, Hey, I just picked up chatter on the lines. Um all right, and Joe called me also, but when he reported things to the police, there seems to be like matriarch, you might want to check your, your alerts on corporate networks, but it seems like Augur Specs and RQI are scrambling security teams. 
pull up <laughs> my scanner. Um, yeah. So RQI and Augur Specs are both scrambling teams. Um, they're both interested in retrieving this wayward piece of technology and are searching desperately for its location and what is known about it. Um, and Sorry, that was a big yell. <laughs> If there's any editing, you're gonna do it anyway. So <laughs> there's that's there's it. no editing. It'll just have no. a gun on it. That's, <laughs> that's gonna be life. Um, and Matt, um, Marvin is giving you this information, and then there is a <laughs> slurping sound. Found it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, just Marvin we being swallowed by a golem. No big deal. Well, we don't want the corporations to get this thing. So maybe our first priority should be getting it off the street. We can get it into the house and then deal with it in whatever way we deal with it in the house. <sighs> Sounds like a plan. Can, so is that a cue for Marvin swallowed by, you know, surrounded by <laughs> Gollum clay to kick in the door and come right in? No, I, I, actually, no, no, there's, there's no kicking in the door, but the, but the ring bing, goes <laughs> off and, and, and Marvin is is standing outside. Uh, perhaps he looks a little bit more pasty than the last time you saw him, <laughs> but he's rung the doorbell. Hello? Hello? Can I come in? Uh, and Sarah yes. and come look at each other and they're like, do we let, is that your friend? Are the we're letting him, letting him on him in. in, yeah. <laughs> so Marvin walks in, although Marvin looks like he is made entirely out of clay, but he looks just like Marvin that you left, and he's standing there in the doorway looking at around at all of you. Um. Prima, you've been tracking the golems. the golems run across the street, run up in front, and you were too far away, but you saw the homunculus like reach out and envelop Marvin. And then you lost sight of exactly what happened. Um, I would say at this moment, you can see the clay form of Marvin, like standing in the door, silhouetted. You think you might see 
another body like stashed in the bushes like you know like to the side of the the front door like marvin's leg but you're you know so i you're free to act also but you're seeing the silhouette so you're seeing this from outside and that's what you've got so <sighs> i guess i'll check on marvin um well yeah but i you would all right so okay you're gonna check on marvin any let's go to the the, the main scene in the front and, and you could also intervene in that one from behind too yeah but i just i just i don't want to make it aggressive if if i don't have to but if things are not going well uh i'm right here so it's fine okay marvin is alive but knocked out okay that's chill i'll 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 try and be sneaky behind the golem uh Okay. Which is actually a very good uh, thing. Actually, yeah. actually, could I do a read a bad situation really quick? Sure, yeah. Give it a roll. And I'm going to use my tactical genius. When you read a bad situation, you can use plus cool instead of plus sharp. So I'm, I'm, I'm seeing this really, really cinematically with the silhouetted form of Marvin. And then I'm seeing, seeing Prima sort of photobombing like, <laughs> uh that's a nine a nine okay does that give me a hold two for that one or um hold one so what's my best hold way one. in what's my best way out dangers we haven't noticed biggest threat most vulnerable to me best way to protect the victims mm. Mm. I... <sighs> Best way in. Best way out. Yeah, I know. We haven't noticed. Biggest threat. Most vulnerable to you. Best way to protect the victims. I guess... Mm -hmm. Ma okay, Hannah wants to say best way to protect the victims. Prima is probably more interested in um in how to keep this critter calm. So is that I'm inclined what, what go ahead. Oh, I'm inclined towards keeping it calm because I think that's like what we want to accomplish in this scene is to work towards creating a, a connection with it. And so like the, you know, like it would be useful oh, I guess for Prima to come in and like diffuse a situation. Mm -hmm. 
Maybe in that case, I say what's most vulnerable to me, but in a, with, with the intention of like mentally, like, like mentally, what's the most vulnerable to me. Hmm. Okay. Um, so in part, and so this is hard to figure out how Prima would necessarily know this, I guess. I was but, in the golem. Well, right. And part of what the golem wanted from Prima was a friend. Like the golem, the little bits of time that you, and, and I don't know if, yeah. So the golem was in part, like when it was saying, you're like me, it was excited because it's finally met another creature that's like it, if that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's part, of, I mean, like it's desire, like in answering the earlier question that, that Lillian had Bina asked, where it's like, what's it, it desires, it wants to be a real, you know, a real boy, a real person, a real girl, like a real creature. Part of that is also it wants to have feelings. And it was trying to figure out like, how do I connect to Prima? So if you're thinking about how is it most vulnerable to you mentally, not physically, friendship you know arts like are there's another creature like me that is a golem a wooden boy a robot mm -hmm. like a robot i mean how how different is a robot from a puppet i mean if we're going to get phyllis you see i mean yeah. mm -hmm. that so i does that help get like I think that th that would be my answer as the keeper to your question of how is it most vulnerable friendship would be my answer love and acceptance <laughs> well but I mean are maybe not even that that mushy but I mean it's just like I'm a recognition do what recognition yeah, I yes. I mean, you guys can you can try those, but that there's my answer to the the actual question from the monster of the week. You know, rules is it's like mm -hmm. friendship, empathy, an explanation of. I mean, Prima doesn't do a great job getting along in the world of humans, but she does a fucking much better job than. Um, than the golems managed to do, you know, like you, yeah, the the world pretty well, and the golems having real trouble with that, obviously. If I have a minus two charm, the golem has a minus three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought you were gonna say like minus five or minus ten, so I appreciate that you went with only minus mm -hmm. three. 
Well, minus three is like, I mean, plus three is like the best you can get. Right, minus three. Minus three has to be the worst. Right, at least for a hunter. So maybe a golem is even lower. All right, so let's let's role play through this and figure out if this we can solve this or what defeat the golem or whatever you're trying to do with it. It's silhouetted in the door frame, at least for for Prima. For the rest of you, it is standing there and it has just come in and it doesn't appear like it's attacking, but it looks exactly like Marvin. So clearly some slurping badness has happened to your buddy who you asked to stand guard outside who now looks like he's been turned into a golem or at least the golem has appeared in his form and has prima contacted anybody to say that she's outside oh i probably should i probably actually when i look at marvin i like look at him and i go I send a, a like just a just like a message, not even a like voice memo. Just a eh, Marvin's okay, he'll be all right. Uh, I'm behind the golem. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, well, and I'm not sure that you can do. Like, I think the moment here is you all are standing there, and the golem has opened the door and are seeing it. So I like Prima. Yeah. I'm picturing you sneaking. You're you you know put your hand on his neck, felt his pul pulse. But it's like at that second, everybody is seeing this creature. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think you all need to react. Yeah. yeah. Without necessarily knowing Prima is out there. Like, it's, it's like, what are you doing in, in this moment when Marvin has appeared? You guys could also read a bad situation. Yeah, true. <laughs> if you want. <laughs> Yawns and hiccups. We've got all the sound effects tonight. All right. It's almost 10 o'clock for me. Been a long day. Yes. And you got class tomorrow. Yeah, but I don't have class until 10 o'clock. Good. Well, we can keep playing for hours then. <laughs> I have somewhere to be at eight. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go through this scene. You guys do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, um, I mean, I don't, I don't know what to say to the golem. Um, we got to welcome it in. I think. You know, well, I think vampires, we say, right? <laughs> but I think we say like, come, come on in, come on in. Um, could, um, I don't, I don't really know. Um, that's that's good for starters. Yeah. So it 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 walks in, it looks around you're in thank you for inviting me in it says in marvin's voice a little a little stilted but it's sort of conforming to his his cadence that's not creepy you think i'm creepy how am i creepy 
you just had me outside watching and now I've come in. Uh... I'm ready to help you. Yeah, yeah, you've uh, you've been a great help, Arvin. Been a, been a real you, great help. Did you see anything outside? No, I didn't see anything. I'm I'm here to help you, but you need to help me. There's someone in this house who has an answer to the question that I need that we need, we're a team. There's someone in this house who has the answer to the question and I need to find them. I think Hyam and Rose are maybe in another room at this moment and it's the three of you that are out front. Okay. Here. Or do you want them to be in the room as well? I don't know. We could be like in a in a in a foyer or something, and they could be in a back area, a kitchen or something. Yeah, I think this is the the foyer, and actually, Hyam's office is like right off to the right of this, and they're like still in it, and you all have come into this this front area. So they're, right. you know, and these are Palo Alto houses. They're not all that huge. Uh -huh. This, I was going to say pretty damn big. Yeah, this is a big house for Palo Alto. Hmm. Um, what what is the question that you are looking for? It's the question we're all looking for. I'm looking for forty two. Forty two. <laughs> No. That's the answer. We're trying to figure out who made the golem. Ah, uh, yeah. That's a good question. And why, why he didn't make the golem into... To, to feel why he didn't make the golem into his friend, their friend, why he didn't make the golem into like a child. That's what we want to know. We need to figure that out. Hmm. And at this point, like Hyam and Rose, I guess like move more into the doorway. And like, as the golem sees them, its face sort of loses the form of Marvin. And like, there's like almost a primal rage that seems to be sort of like beginning to ripple across. Like it's seen them and it's starting to lose whatever control of its form. Yeah the composure is starting to, to fray here, but it, it, it hasn't leapt to attack yet, but it, you all see that and. Can I tap it on the shoulder? Be like, hey buddy, how are you doing? 
I was worried about you on that rooftop, bro. It, so the, the face, and maybe you saw something in the back of its head, like the form starting to lose, and you tap it on the shoulder, and it turns. It's like, oh, what? On the roof? My yeah, I was worried about you. You disappeared. You left me behind. I, I, I had to. The real... Metal girl. Uh, I make a worried look with my eyes. I you you understand the um. I had to get back here. The flesh child was the one I was looking for. I have to. Huh? To be. Oh. oh, to be alive, I have to kill the flesh child. And it like becomes clay and it like, <laughs> like a, like a, a stream or a, you know, I, I mean, like you have a clay figure and it suddenly is rolled into a clay snake type of form. It does that and sort of strikes towards Rose. Or Whoa, that ain't it, bro. That ain't it. Do you want, so, but there, there's clearly like, it, it hasn't figured it all out. So it, <clears throat> I guess it does this. Yeah, let, let me just make it a, do, I, I feel like it's fighting itself in a little way. Like, cause you were trying to connect with ooh, it. Ooh, can, I, can I try and do it? Can I try and do a thing? Yeah, sure. Help. I want to try and do a use magic here. Um, so what I want to do is, um, so like I've touched it on the shoulder, right? And I'm like talking to it when it like liquefies itself to like do its like jumping thing. Yeah. I'll just like liquefy my arm and like reach into it and try and like slow it down or what pull do you it, mean pull it back you know pull it back man calm oh. down so yeah use use magic use weird pulling it back into a Bye. into some sort of form maybe i can make it into i don't know something yeah. cute you see, you see what it did it with its with its weird logic is it's trying to it's like oh the only way i can become a real girl is to kill rose shapiro who's the daughter of my two creators and once it made that conclusion, it sort of started to strike out at, at her. All right, I got an 11. Ooh, okay, well tell me what weird science magic you do. So it's turned into this like clay snake and is about to strike across and like, you know, completely envelop Rose and you're, touching it what are you doing 11 is you know a success um so i want to hmm hold on let me let me let me let me do a thing really quick sorry i'm opening the the pinned message here so that i can read the the little blurb 
Is that what it says? That's exactly what it says. Huh. Okay. Um. Could I? Could I use my weirdness to, like, basically give it a crash course on, like, every, basically everything that I know about, like, humanity? <laughs> um... Like What's to just share, like so, share share my memory uh, with it or something like akin to that kind of like, I mean, but it's more like sharing data. Yeah. So I mean, sure. I think dumping all that data in half a second is going to be really hard. Um, what do you want? What's the action that you want to have have happen? I mean, you want it, but just tell me what the action is that you want it to do. I mean, I just, I want it to, I want it to stop and I want it to wait and I want it to think. Um, so it shoots across, it's like enveloping rows and you're dumping this data in and it envelops her, but it's a, like around her face is still out. So like the damage that it did to Marvin and her, like where it got in the nose and the mouth and it was like, it's enveloped her and her arms are held to her side, like completely sealed in, but it doesn't like start constricting, crushing her lungs or anything. It's just encased her and you've made it stop and given it what you know of humanity yeah well and also like like i mean i guess maybe more what hmm cuz that that sounds a little bit like incorrect like you mean it's it's action is incorrect i mean i think this is what it's done and no no, no. i i, I think the... to, to respond but tell me what you mean by by incorrect <laughs> i
I think maybe the the hmm. Because the problem is Prima does like Prima knows factually about humanity, but experientially doesn't know very much, but is very curious. Which is so, which, which is yes, which is why the golem. Which I guess is that that that's what she wants to share with it. Perfect. Which is why the partially why the golem has so I you've given you've given the golem enough about humans where it is not killing the flesh child of Hyam and Sarah in order to make itself the beloved child. It's encased her and I mean, basically like if you rolled, you know, a piece of, of clay and it now, you know, looked like that sort of weird yeah. column thing, it's there. It's encased her, but it's left her face out. And above that, now another like homunculus head forms and it's looking out at the rest of the three of you and Hyam and it's like oh I and then it's mouth forms and actually it's back into the shape of Marvin's mouth sort of and the face sort of looks like Marvin's that's like up above her head and it's like I'm part of the team I shouldn't kill her, but I've contained her for us. How do I make them like me? And there's, you know, the eyes are looking at the three of you and Hyam. And hmm. it's clearly like a little bit panicked at this moment. Everybody likes a good dog, right? Everyone likes a puppy. There you go. Boom. Easy. I should be a puppy? Yeah. That would be great. You'd make a wonderful puppy. <laughs> but I've been in existence for... 23 years and they haven't loved me at all. I don't understand. They only like me when when I'm saving them from bullets and things. Mm. Humans, I don't like them. You understand me, you're closer to me, but not these. And they're sort of pointing at well, matriarch, you get to be a human in this case as well, because you're, you know, so not a human. Dina and Hyam and even Rose are like, you know, and now it's got a couple of different like tentacly arms here too. This is a bizarre golem, but <laughs> it's not very well composed, clearly. <laughs> well, um, Hmm. I Oh, you know, I wonder Hmm, that might be a bad idea. But you know, maybe it's not such a bad idea. Hmm. 
That would be kidnapping, wouldn't it? Tell me the idea or I crush her. Mm. Well, but okay. Quick. Matt, hear me out. Hear me out on this. Oh boy. So So, you know you know auger specs i have a familiarity with them yes you know my model and she like whoops with her arms a little bit she like noodles them in the air um Mm -hmm. do you think we could Borrow one of their children and add it to this? You want to take another one of you and put it inside this. I don't know. Would that help me feel? Because I mean, I don't remember what I was before. So it's fine, maybe? I mean, it's like a little, you, you take one of the giant test tubes with the people parts in it and, and then you just, yeah, that's how it works, right? Something like that? <laughs> okay, buddy, buddy, I'm not positive this is going to work, but maybe it's worth a try. You want you want to team up? Me me and you, buddy? I and this... and Matt cuz we'd need Matt's help because I'm I want to hear I want to hear Matt's answer explanation of this and then I might ask I might ask um Prima to make a role here. I don't know that giving this thing flesh parts would make people more sympathetic to it. Right now it's it can take on different shapes. It can it can do the shape changer thing. If we give it bones and muscles, are those gonna go away? Is it gonna are the clay parts gonna be able to transform and the flesh parts aren't? That seems like it might be upsetting to people. Also, I don't know if the thing Am I upsetting humanity? Sometimes. Yes, Bina will just say yes. <laughs> she like she like puts a hand over where her mouth would be and is like, "Oh, I'm upsetting to people. This is very funny." I don't know that the thing about humanity that this golem needs to understand is the physical flesh part. I think. I mean, what if we? Just help this thing find a new purpose. It could so it it could fulfill mm. something and be That's probably useful. much smarter. 
See, Matt's much smarter than I am. Why am I why am I a thing and not a person? Well, do you want to be a person? Yes. Well, you don't have much personality right now. I think you have to be you and stop being what you think other people want you to be. Right? That's right. She's it upsetting is upsetting when she says it's, things like it's that. A, it's upsetting to me too. See? I mean, I just learned people You're feeling don't something. Like me. You're feeling upset. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Robot therapy. That's a start. Yes. Um, at this point in time, Marvin has shaken off being <laughs> knocked out and sticks his head in the door and says, we're gonna have a problem really soon, guys. Oh yeah, we gotta um, leave. And a set of RQI agents, uh, red ties are on their way over here to retrieve the, um, retrieve the um, technology item and exterminate anyone found in the proximity of it. All right. Um, you know, maybe hey, hey, hey Matt, Matt, um, could we maybe take this to a secure location? Yeah, I got a panic room. Epic. Uh bro, bro buddy, uh buddy bro. Uh, do you want to come to a secure location so that we can teach you how to be a person? Would you? I'm not very good at it, but Matt's a, pretty would good. Would you roll and manipulate someone? And maybe someone wants to provide help out because I mm -hmm. don't think manipulate someone is exactly <laughs> Prima's best skill. I'm really bad at it. I feel like... I'll so cry. It, it, it's excellent that we have this whole mystery is going to hinge on a manipulate someone role made by. I'm the really guy. good at helping I, out. <laughs> With Can, the worst manipulate. I, I just feel like she, she should get to roll plus weird on this particular manipulate someone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I get a plus I'm one from Matt. Why it, would would you give me an explanation for that? Because Actually, I, she's using her, because like the reason this is working and the reason that it's listening is because her, well, you just rolled double sixes. So what is, why, what even is going on? I still here? want this explanation. But, I, I want this for the tape. Okay. Because, because this hinges on the fact that she is weird and this creature is weird. She's not trying to manipulate another person person she's not trying to manipulate someone who thinks who already thinks she's weird she's trying to manipulate someone who respects her because she's weird so in this context it would be more appropriate to use plus weird than plus charm because she's not trying to use her i mean in some ways she's using her proximity to humanity but it's not because she's or, or it's not, you know, it's not like she's trying to like charisma is, her way yeah, into this. Empathy is clay for metal, or uh, not clay for human. Yeah, okay, I'm. Yeah, Hannah. Yeah. Yes. I will. 
I will also say, I think technically you're not supposed to be able to use manipulate someone on monsters unless you take, there's like a specific, there's a specific thing that you can take that says dark negotiator. You can use the manipulate someone move on monsters as well as the people they can reason and whatever, 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 right? Yeah. But if I use weird, then I'm just like... Yeah, you're right. I, I actually should not. Yeah, because manipulating like a monster would be a weird. But yeah, we're we're in gray area. I I am happy to let you roll this with with weird, and I think it it fits a lot. I of mean, it. I rolled a twelve yeah. anyway. Oh yeah, that's one of. So it doesn't matter, but. Yeah, but it's one of like my abilities that I can get is like to manipulate a monster. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dark, yeah, dark desires is. Yeah, anyway. But I think a lot, I mean, I think cyborg, golem, like the, the connection. Interface. Yeah, the, yes. The similarities in experiences are close. Okay, so what was your, your suggestion was go to the panic room, learn how to be human? Yeah, we can teach it about how to, how to be in a society. Okay, so I think the- Maybe. I think you all want to escape from here. Um, yeah. I'm going to, this might be a little bit of meta gaming. Um, we could do one of two things and we're close to stopping tonight. Um, we could play like an action escape scene next time with the red tie showing up and you're, battling your way out from the red ties the other option are you know them chasing you across palo alto or however that plays out um i suppose the other episode other way to end this is you all could just get out get to the fixer's hope and we could sort of it feels a little premature to end it and i sort of am inclined to say we wrap here with the rqi team the auger specs team like they are do you guys understand why they're coming to get this creature like mm -hmm. yeah like they'd be badass if they could like both companies want your new friend or you know like that's what they want so i think the next session is getting your friend to the fixer's hope, to the panic room in somewhere in Oakland or wherever you have a safe space. But you've got like your new friend is this technology that both RQI and Augur Specs want, 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 want. So you need to keep the golem safe from, from these two corporations. And it feels like you can probably successfully do that next episode. But I think we need to play that out rather. I mean, the other option that I'm giving you as, as players is we could just jump skip and say, oh, yeah, safety has happened. But I, I think the, the fun conclusion of this mystery would be the, the playing out. How do you guys get this thing to a safe room? That, that tracks. Yeah. 
Okay. I think we stop. We ask the four questions at the, the end of the mystery. And then I sort of know what we're set up for next time. And I think we'll probably get a little bit more info out as we, as we answer the questions. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right, let's do that. Um, so did we conclude the current mystery? I kind of think so. <laughs> we solved the mystery part of it. We still have to. Yeah, there's not kind of, do, I guess. Yeah, I, I'm I'm good with the, yeah, I mean, I think you figured out it was a golem. Um, it was created by Haim and Sarah Benjamin. Um, I mean, I think you found out like a ton of that, that stuff. Did you save someone from certain death or worse? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Haim and Rose were both going to be, be goners here if the the full rage of the golem had had been activated. Did we learn something new and important about the world? Colors still exist. Mm -hmm. Oh, Prima can see a lot of color. Oh wait, no, that's a specific thing about a hunter. Never mind. Prima can see a lot of colors. Well, I feel like it's sort of both and, given that there's other Primas out there. That's true. That's um, true. it's a yes and. <laughs> that this golem was like created a long time ago. I feel like that's sort yeah. of something. That one of their like responses to the sixth world, the magic was, you know, the these uh, at least one golem was created kind of in response to that. So we know something about how people responded to that event. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Hyam yeah. and Sarah like went back to all this Kabbalistic stuff and oh the golems existed and was like oh let's create one and they were able to do it so there are mystical i mean it's not just mm -hmm. weird science magic but there are old traditions which have like come back up in this this sixth world form okay did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters yeah they had super good color vision like expanded okay. Yeah, and, and everyone's and, favorite color. Yeah, yeah. Dark likes yellow, and mm -hmm. um, Addison likes gray, so you can hide the stains of things, you know. And uh, <laughs> and I and I don't know if we learned about Bina because I think we are. I mean, we knew we learned Bina's colors, but we already knew she was a badass mm -hmm. with a motorcycle who liked chrome. So you know, but yeah, yeah. well, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if we've discussed the full the color of her her motorcycle previously. So, but we sort of knew her aesthetic. It's kind of defined. Yeah. Bina only wears black until a darker color can be discovered. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a leather jacket, doesn't she? She does. I've almost certainly mentioned that before. I think so. All right, I'm and a baseball bat. She's very punk rock. Yeah um you got um that's four that's four yeses in my book so that is two experience points um who i think i level up. yeah good I job I, do. Um, I think i think you all have nice. this was interesting in terms of 
solving mysteries, defeating monsters, like the werewolves, you sort of defeat it. You realize that the big villain was RQI and Belladonna. And then in the second one, I mean, you captured the insane mad scientist, Dr. Lawrence Beach, and took him over to um, Menacini's monster storage. And now you haven't so much captured, but befriended the golem who's- Can we just keep it as a dog? Please. It wants to be a person. We have to help it be a person. We don't know if it wants to be a dog. Yeah. yeah but, if it, but what if it could be my dog? Yeah, but I've always wanted a dog. I've always wanted a dog since I learned that people can have dogs. Go get like a dog. Yesterday? There's dogs on the street, Prima. <laughs> you don't need yeah, to play dog. So much explaining to be okay with me just grabbing one. And bringing it home. <laughs> I mean, not here, but wherever your home is. But I can't bring it there. They wouldn't let me have it. Then you just well, gotta get good at bring hiding it. With them. This is a question for your parents. Come on. <laughs> Go ask what your dad. You guys just don't understand. <laughs> All right. Well, you're going to have to do so much explaining to Prima how not to insult the golem because the golem really wants to be a person, not a dog. So it, it's like... It, oh. The dogs are just so much better than do, people. Do you want to be a dog, Prima? I, sure. It would probably be a lot better than this. Matt just like sends her some like vintage furry art. <laughs> <laughs> just without comment <laughs> look you could make yourself a tail no. alright well we will play we will That's play the state battle with um with the, the agents of RQI and the agents of Augur Spec so you have two crack teams coming over here to Hyam Benjamin's house intent on Retrieving, retrieving is the wrong word. Um, capturing, acquiring. They are interested in acquiring the clay technology. The animated clay technology is the mission of these two teams. And your mission is to get the hell out of there with the golem. So neither RQI nor Augur Specs um, acquires it. So I'm not quite sure what... Um, directives prima is going to be getting so we'll we will have a challenge yeah. to solve a mystery next time but maybe you can get um your new friend slash toy toy friend friend i your new golem out friend pet future future <laughs> friend current pet who's gonna have a lot to do to learn about humanity but desperately wants to good good mm -hmm. all right i think that is a great a great note to end on good job team yeah good job team it's the power of friendship <laughs> friendship is magic right. friendship is roll weird roll plus weird yeah <laughs> 
almost yes. weird for friendship. <laughs> All right. Well, as we conclude episode 19, what does a golem want? I guess we know now. A golem wants to be a real boy. I mean, I, that, there, there's something about um, this golem and also uh, Prima, who herself is not like um, really fully human, is sort of already inanimate matter animated, although with a lot of bit of um, living bits in since she's both a, a robot but also a bit of a, a cyborg. Um, but yeah, I think we almost lost Rabbi Rose Shapiro there. A little bit of weird magic, um, weird science being used as, as an intervention. And, um, and then of course for next week, we have got a treat for you. Um, next week, we will drop episode 20, which is called The Golem and the Garden Gnome. And of course, as you hear this episode ending, you know that it's the big um, chase scene as the RQI red ties are speeding there in their, their black cars and the um, three or so pods of... Um, Augur Specs drones and robots <clears throat> are on their way, all of them desperate to acquire the the asset, the the golem, and our hunters, I think, are gonna try to slide away. Um, so as you heard, mystery solved, but chase scene coming up next week. All right. Thank you for listening to another House Rules Gaming. And that is House spelled H-A-U-S. Mm-hmm.